Welcome to a place where we're thinking together and thinking deeper about who we are. Where we are and what we do in this world. Welcome to the Philosophy Podcast. Hello, I'm William Fortune, and this is Philosophy. Today, storytelling. According to Dictionary.com, storytelling, the telling or writing of stories. Pretty simple. All of us are storytellers. And just like learning to speak and learning to walk, most of us did not take classes on how to do so. But we learn every day. We tell stories every day. We start very young. When we're asked the question, how was your day? How was school? What did you learn today? Storytelling. What is storytelling? The telling of stories, written, spoken, sung, gestured, conveying a story. And what is that story? Every story has essential components. And those essential components are beginning, middle, and end. You can add on to that and add other things, subplots, uh, understories, whatever you want to call them. But the essential basics of the story is beginning, middle, end. Pretty simple. How was your day? I got up. I went to work. I did some stuff. I came home. In the middle there, I ate some lunch, breakfast, dinner. Took a bath, took a shower, went to bed. That's the story of a day. A very simple story of a day. It doesn't get into the little details of maybe opening the mail or having a conference meeting with the boss or the sales team. But there's the story. As an acting coach, one of the ways I would begin the storytelling process and creating of a storytelling process is by having the actors start in the wing, walk to the center of the stage, stop, say their name, walk off the stage to the opposite wing. There's a story being told there. The beginning of that story is when they're first exposed. Actually, it begins before that. There's a blank stage. Then, someone is introduced. We don't know who that someone is, but we can start to learn from the walk that they have. Then they stop, and they say their name. There's the resolution of one conflict. Who is this that's walking out there? There they say, Hi, I am, and they say their name. Conflict resolved. Conflict resolved. Get right out of there. Finish the story by exiting. Now, there's other conflicts that come up. What is this? Why, why are they doing this? What is the purpose here? Many other subplots happen. But the main one has already been resolved. Who is this person? I don't know why they're here, but I know, I know who they are now. An epic story is strung together by beginning, middle, and end. And the end of one portion is the beginning of the next. So the story of the actor entering onto the stage and saying their name, when they leave, at the moment they enter the, the opposite wing, they begin a new story. Or they continue the story that is already being told. 
with multiple beginnings, middles, and ends. I will also now add in that the beginning, the introduction, who are, who is this? Who are you? What are we dealing with? The middle, the conflict. What is the conflict? What needs to happen? I need to say my name. I need to stop. I need to do whatever this is that I have to do. I need to pick up the kids from school. I need to butter the toast. There's the conflict, the resolution of that conflict. I've buttered the toast. I've picked up the kids from school. I've said my name. The end. I've moved on to something else. This being resolved, I don't have to create any more tension. I've settled this. I move on. Each of us tells these stories every day. Whenever a friend asks you, how was that vacation? You're telling a story. But do we call ourselves storytellers? No, that's for these, these magical people that are known as storytellers. They're storytellers. They make up stories. We make them up every day. How many of you have told a little white lie, added in a little detail that embellishes something? You're doing the same thing that that storyteller does. And storytelling can also be broken down into lore. According to Dictionary.com, lore, the body of knowledge, especially of a traditional, anecdotal, or popular nature on a particular subject. Lore is also learning, knowledge, or erudition. And archaically, lore is the process or act of teaching, instruction, something that is taught, a lesson. So folklore is the same as storytelling. It's just the storytelling of the folk. And there's also myth. Myth, according to Dictionary.com, a tradition or legendary story usually concerning some being or hero or event with or without a determinable basis of fact or a natural explanation, especially one that is concerned with deities or demigods, explains some practice, rite, or phenomenon of nature. Stories or matter of this kind. Any invented story, idea, or concept is myth. And the stories that we tell each day can easily become myth. One of the simplest ways, so I'm going to give you a technique on how you can create your own myths, your own mythical stories. If I were to take myself, for instance, and tell my story, I grew up in New Jersey on a little family farm. I moved to New York to study theater. After studying theater, I joined the circus and tried to discover who I was as a person, as a performer in my career, and I traveled the world. Real simple. That's what got me here, into this booth, recording the Philosophy podcast. So how do we change that story into a myth? Well, what is my totem animal? Uh, if I were to come up with an animal, who I saw myself as... Uh, growing up or as I became, as I became an adult, I can change me, William, into that animal. Who was I before? Well, I was clueless. Which clueless animal is, are, are there out there? Hmm. My Chinese sign is the horse, but I didn't see myself as strong or bold or as sturdy and reliable. So I won't go with the horse. 
Hmm. Skunk. <laughs> so the skunk grew up in a country where there are other animals and people. And skunk was left alone. He had a strangeness about him. But skunk had big dreams. And so skunk set off on a journey. And that journey took him to a large city filled with people, millions of people, millions of other animals. Some were like him, some weren't. But each one of those millions had their own dreams and their own hopes. And he found himself, Skunk found himself in a group just like him. Not all of them were skunks but they had dreams. They also found that many left them alone because they didn't know who they were. But each of them, in not knowing who they were, joined together to help each other discover who they were. And Skunk realized that he wasn't a skunk. He was really a coyote. He hadn't bathed much, so there was the smell. He had snuck under the farmer's new fence once, and there was a stripe going down his back. And when he'd washed the smell away, when he washed the stripe away, he realized he was really just a coyote. And the coyote had power. He had to find what the coyote's power was. And so set off to show the powers of the coyote and find more of them. It just so happened that a traveling circus came to town, and Coyote found a position. Coyote was to be the clown. And so Coyote traveled with this traveling circus to a faraway land, and there discovered the differences in that faraway land, and that even in this place where the language was differently spoken, Coyote found that there were other coyotes, just like him. And he continued to find other circuses that wanted the special skills that Coyote had. And Coyote stayed and traveled and moved around the world and came back home and traveled all around his home country until he found a place to settle down and share the stories of his travels and share the stories of how he discovered he was a coyote, and the power of being the coyote, and of performing and sharing all that he had. And it was then that Coyote, after having discovered himself, and sharing that with all that he knew, that Coyote could rest. That is just a divine story, based on my story, of the kid who grew up in New Jersey, not knowing fully who he was, setting out to become a performer. Each of us can tell these stories. We dream all the time, so our imaginations are vivid, and they become even more vivid when we allow it the space to do what it does, which is dream, which was imagine. And the storytelling process, I had no idea where the coyote story was going or how the details were going to come out. But they were there, and I just had to keep thinking about my own experience and my own life, and how do I turn that into Coyote's story? And that's how our stories become myths, 
become legends, become lore. We tell these stories. How many stories do you have of your growing up, of your childhood, of your schooling, of your travels that you share with your friends? When your friends say, oh, tell me about that thing. Or do you remember when we were kids and we had that sleepover at so-and-so's house? Those are the stories. And you can keep telling them. And you can keep adding the details. That's the storyteller. Now, if that doesn't work for you to tell those stories, write them down. Try writing them down. I found it very difficult at first to write the stories down because they didn't get written the same as they were spoken. They didn't sound written the same as they were spoken. If I wrote it down and then tried to read it back as if I had said it, it was very awkward. And I fortunately had a a writing coach, Suzanne Kingsbury. Uh, You can check her out at gatelesswriters.com. She has a whole way of writing that's called Gateless Writing. It's amazing. It removes obstacles from the process of storytelling, of writing. All those little things and techniques that you uh, need to jump over or hurdles that you need to surpass in order to be a writer are all removed. Gateless writing is like the gates that block us in, that keep us in the yard, are taken down, and we're free to roam. There's no way to get it wrong. It has to come out, and it has to come out your way. Where most of us get stuck in that process of telling the stories, or writing the stories, or writing, period, is that we look at what other writers have done, and we try to do just that. What we find in other writers, what I find in other writers that pulls me in is their uniqueness. Stephen King does not write like John Steinbeck. Herman Melville doesn't write like Agatha Christie. (laughs) So find your way. Figure out what that is. And it may even not even be that you're writing fantasy or whatever. You might start with poetry. Just painting big pictures. And it's simple. Forget all the rules. It doesn't have to be rhyming to be poetry. Paint the picture. I write my poetry based on musicality, meter. I want it to have a rhythm to it. Something that that conjures another another something beyond the words, beyond the pictures of the words. There's a rhythm that goes with that. If I have a poem about my, my desire, my heart, it has a pulse to it in the words. Just as if I was speaking it, I'll put commas or I'll put spaces or I'll put capitals in different words so that they have to be read differently and spoken differently. And if you see them on the page, they'll look odd. And that's because there's a meter and an imagery that goes with that as well. And I was fortunate enough to have an English teacher in high school who encouraged that sort of writing, free writing, to step out and write your way. Find your writer. And really, we don't have to find our own writer. We have to allow that writer to be able to write. 
normally when writing, when we're telling those stories, we're trying to find every bit, every little detail, every bit of the importantness of the story that we're telling. And sometimes, uh, poetry uses this a lot, is removing all the extraneous words to give only the meaning and the spaces also the space to add meaning that is from conjured imagination. Imagination that takes off from the prompts of the words. One of the things I've done recently is I've started writing a poem a day. First thing in the morning, I get up, I write a poem, I send it off as a tweet. It's a poem a day. I have no idea how long I can continue this, but each day I don't have, I have no idea prior to writing that poem, prior to starting it, what the poem is going to be about. I start with a prompt. What am I thinking about? Hmm, the imagination. So this poem is now going to be an imagination poem. Does it mean it's directly about imagination? Does the word imagination have to show up in that poem? No. There are no limits to it. How long does it have to be? Doesn't matter. It has to convey the meaning. And sometimes I screw up. I I put in words or I don't do the I don't look to see what autocorrect has done for me and it puts in words that really didn't want to go in there but they're there when I hit uh when I hit send or tweet or whatever that button is that little blue button in the corner is and I look and I go huh and many times I want to go back and erase or edit and I think my brain my thinking process says that was done for a reason for some reason I let that go by and there are other days where I I'll read over two or three times just to make sure it is exactly what I want it to be and or what not exactly what I want it to be because it's never exactly what I want it to be but it is what I want to go out in the world and that's part of that process and I only explain my process not as the way but as a way and it's working for me so I share with you that you might have a way of telling your stories We all have stories. Somebody helped us out, someone we helped out. Each of us has stories just like that. Humanity's legacy of stories and storytelling is the most precious we have. All wisdom is in our stories and songs. A story is how we construct our experiences. At the very simplest, it can be he, she was born, lived, died. Probably that is the template of our stories. A beginning, middle, and end. This structure is in our minds. Doris Lessing Take this template, beginning, middle, and end. Tell your stories. Write your stories. Sing your stories. Share your stories. Let them free in the world. Let them loose in the universe. Your powerful, purposeful stories are what change the world, are what soften the hardest edges, are what bring tears of hope and joy, sorrow, pain to the hearts 
the souls, eyes, the ears, the mouths, the brains, the imagination of the world. Tell your story. Tell it boldly. Tell it freely. Tell it often. The story doesn't have to be funny. It doesn't have to be anything. It just has to be a beginning, a middle, and an end. The more you do it, the more you practice it, the better you'll get, the easier it will get. We are all storytellers. If we only tell one story, the story of our life, we're still storytellers. As the storyteller, don't forget to live the story. You're living the story right now. Continue living. Continue telling. Continue sharing. Stay open. Stay loving. Stay lovable. Stay loved. What stories do you have to tell? We want to hear them. And remember, stories can be in any form. One of my favorite stories... I heard it as a child. I didn't like it. <laughs> I really didn't. And it's very strange that I have many stories that I didn't like at the beginning, and I told them over and over until I found a way to like them or retell them differently. And one of those stories that I tell or told very often was the story, it's not even a story, it's a song. rock baby in the treetop when the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bow breaks, that cradle will fall. And down will come, baby. Down will come, baby. Cradle and all. Is that a story? It is. It's an old story. And what I discovered was that I didn't have to tell the same story that had been told. I used the same words, but I found a different way to tell that story. And I started telling it with my kids that way. And I tell it to whoever will listen. Tell your story. As long as we are engaged in storytelling that moves the culture forward, it doesn't matter what format it is. LeVar Burton Tell your stories. There will be someone who wants to listen. I'm William Fortune, and this is Philosophy. Go forward with passion and purpose and tell your stories. Thanks for listening. The End Thank you for listening to the Philosophy Podcast. Keep checking in, as we will be regularly releasing new episodes.